Hey! Hey! If you like this content, please subscribe. You can leave a comment. Like it. We're also on Anchor. We're on Anchor. Both of our podcasts are on Anchor. So if you're on the go and you want to listen instead of having to watch YouTube, you can find us there. It also works on Spotify as well. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> it's Coffee Break! Welcome back. Sorry we took that week off. Nothing for... happened. Well, also it was the holidays. Where nothing happened. <laughs> it's too early to swear, but I'm gonna tell you right now, Thanksgiving's the worst. Mm-hmm. And it's still happening. I don't know. I don't. Listen, let's be honest with ourselves. It's not even that good of food that we're traditionally eating on Thanksgiving. Ugh. I hate turkey. Turkey's vile. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've tried turkey alternatives. You know, like turkey burgers, turkey bacon, turkey hot dogs, mm-hmm. right? Even just these processed things. There's a point where I just go, this sucks. It's like the most blandest, driest fowl to ever be eaten by man. And the fact that we've normalized it as a holiday food is baffling. <laughs> Look, we said in the last episode two weeks ago that uh, I'm very happy for the genocide of turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're foul. Um, yeah, yeah. Whatever. What's today? What is today? It's Ben's nickel. Yay! So this is something that you sell, right? Yes. I'm not even sure if it's something Germany <laughs> actually celebrates, but it's something my family celebrates. My family is German on my uh, mother's side, and... Uh, like, uh, like my grandmother has, like, siblings who only speak German and live in Germany and stuff. So, I don't... She got the holiday from them, but I don't think we're celebrating it exactly right. <laughs> but what we do, and my family, is we celebrate this thing called Ben's Nickel. And it's on the 5th, and that's the day you put up all your Christmas decorations, and you give one gift to everybody. Usually it's something like handy for winter that you would need earlier on than the end of December, like mittens or socks, snowshoes, things like that. Those warmy hand things that you yep. stick in your pocket. Pocket warmers? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're... We would always like make like makeshift versions, like our own versions. And they never were that good <laughs> when you make it yourself. <laughs> have you seen how many I have left over from Living in Flag? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have like... 30 of these things just sitting in their their packages. They were fantastic. Oh, they're so nice. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what I know about Ben's Nickel, besides uh, your your way of celebrating... Mm-hmm. Which I'm not even sure we're pronouncing it right. It uh, might be Bell's Nickel. Uh, Oops. <laughs> potential. Um, well, Krampus, Krampus. Yeah, 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 Same yeah. thing. <laughs> and also another German character, uh, Ben's Nickel is... Like a little goblin? Yeah, I think. He's another folklore fairy tale to the Black Forest, which is in Germany. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's where you get oh, yeah, really good chocolate. <laughs> and ham. <laughs> you get all the best stuff in Germany. <laughs> Sorry if it seems like we're not fully awake. Um, we're not. We're not. Oops. <laughs> okay. Hawkeye. Disney yeah. Plus. Let's dive Three right episodes in. into it. Fourth one comes out this week. Thoughts? I'm loving it so far. Second favorite show already. Yes, right behind WandaVision. Loki was trash. 
Loki was fine. It just took way too long. Why did it matter? It took way... Well, it, it's it's the... Now we have the excuses to having the multiverse existing. Instead of... How many times do I have to watch this guy die? <laughs> and all the fangirls going, Oh my god, he's so cute. Is, is he actually dead? I don't want him to be dead. It's like he's not, obviously. My, my favorite form of him was killed by Thanos. Mm-hmm. That was the one who grew up and realized that he made many mistakes. Mm-hmm. And now the one we're stuck with is just the 2012 Jack. <laughs> now, Loki was fine. It just took way too long to get going. But uh, WandaVision was perfect. You can't beat WandaVision. But this Hawkeye one is a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm glad they're finally fleshing him out. Because mm-hmm. he showed up in Thor, the first one. <laughs> Barely. Doesn't say a thing. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of gets in this, like little crane lift thing yeah he shoots like an arrow or something no he doesn't he doesn't even shoot an arrow no he knocks the arrow and then never fires it (sighs) you goofed up there (laughs) marvel in the avengers where we were all excited well at least i was i was excited because i was like cool it's jeremy renner and you know we get to see them get developed no, Opus spends 90% of the movie under hypnosis. From Loki. Yep, yep. <laughs> it all comes back around. <laughs> yeah. No, I like I like Hawk Guy. I think he's fun. I uh <laughs> I I like the development of him with his family is very endearing. And not something we see with most of these other Marvel heroes. Most ever. of them don't have family. Exactly. So Hawkeye is a very fun, like, difference in that. Yeah, he's a dad. I also really like it. Minor spoilers for the first three episodes, but like, whatever. I like the fact that he has his hearing aid. Yes, because he's kind of he's kind of war torn from <laughs> all his adventures. I like it the way he, uh, the way he. They were like, "What do you need a hearing aid for?" And he just kind of looks, and it's just like a little mini montage of a buttload of explosions happening right next to him across all the movies <laughs> there's a lot of good comedy in this it is it's very comedic I, you wouldn't expect hawkeye to be very funny but he is he is pretty funny jeremy uh, renner is just a funny actor too kate bishop mm-hmm. uh, i can't remember the actress's name Mm-mm. but she's doing a great job yeah. at keeping up with him mm-hmm. they got a fun dynamic going uh curmudgeonly old mentor Teaching the two peppy youngster is always a fun combo. <laughs> yeah, and we finally got introduced. She's in the second episode, but she's mostly the third episode. Uh, Echo. Mm-hmm. And the casting for Echo is... I, I love it. Phenomenal. Amazing. This is her first acting role. She's fantastic, too. Echo is a Native American woman mm-hmm. who is deaf... And is an uh, amputee. She lost one of her legs. Yeah. And they actually went out and found a person who has all those. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, well, I, I don't. I, I know what you're trying to say. I also. <laughs> it's too early. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really love it. I love that. Like the actress herself is also an amputee and is also deaf. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the casting of her dad, who we, we get to see. Mm-hmm. And he was in. Uh, uh, Reservation Dogs. 
He was the cop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And really yeah, good. Really I'm just good. glad that Native Americans are finally showing up in cinema. Isn't it awesome? It is. It took long enough for us to, rather than being typecasted as the one wise shaman or whoever was in our village or tribe or whatever that usually is only in westerns and stuff. Well, did they make you watch that documentary in, uh, mm-hmm. in university? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, most Native Americans were played by sunburnt white men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of Italians played, but that was that's why that's why they're called. If you ever wonder why it's called a spaghetti western, it's because rather than get Hispanic pe- people to play in these films, they just got Italian people and like put on spray tan on them. That's why they're called spaghetti westerns. No, that's not true. I well, thought that was a, that's a part of your it. Your <laughs> information there is true, but they filmed them in Italy. This ah. is Sergio Leone who started this spaghetti western trend. Are you telling me they filmed The Good, Bad, and the Ugly in Italy? Yes. That's in Italy? Yeah. Wait, what about Two Meals for Sister Sarah? Italy? No. Yeah. Where? <laughs> and the director of that is Clint Eastwood. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was inspired by Sergio Leone's directing him through the Dollars trilogy. And he wanted to keep it as faithful to that style. Where in Italy? Where are they? <laughs> there, there is a, a like a Badlands to Italy. No. Down in the the south. Boo, boo. It's <laughs> not before you get to Sicily, but it's there. Maybe it's because when I think of Italy, it's like exclusively Venice. <laughs> and Rome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there, there's like a, a Mediterranean. Uh, seaside to France too. You know that, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> I listen. But right. we only talk about uh, Paris. Listen, dropping truth bombs. It's only Italia. That's what I know most of the countries about is from Italia. <laughs> There's a lot more to these countries. <laughs> Don't you all deny? You all watched Italia too, and you're embarrassed by it as well. <laughs> At least they depicted the American, correct? They really did, and his relationship with Canada. <laughs> He's the only one who sees him. <laughs> but also, it's just like, who are you? I'm Canada. Yeah, all right, let's go, Canadian. <laughs> they were also voiced by the same guy. <laughs> um, Echo, there's there's a little rumor here for Hawkeye. Echo is told that her uncle will watch after her, and mm-hmm. her dad goes away to go do business, which we find out that he's a, a gangster. He's a tracksuits. Is what they're called. Yeah. And uh, Hawkeye kind of talks about that Echo is not the top tier person. There's someone above her. Mm-hmm. Now, the rumors are, and we only see a guy in a suit and he's kind of laughing and like touching her face. Yeah. Not, not, not no, in it, a weird it, way. it made sense in context. <laughs> it was endearing. She was a kid. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's going to clear that up. It, it, was like a, it was like a cute, like, hey, kiddo kind of thing. She was in a dark room. <laughs> <laughs> She was doing it like a Taekwondo <coughs> thing, and he was like, good, good luck out there, kid. <laughs> Anyways, so we don't ever see his face. I thought it was somebody else, but some of the rumors are suggesting that uh, it's going to be Kingpin. 
Which would be interesting. And that they're bringing back Kingpin from Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And this is not the first character to come back from Daredevil to be rumored. Yeah. Matt Murdock will be in No Way Home. I will explode if Matt Murdock's in No Way Home. Uh, I would care more about seeing Matt Murdock than anything else. other than, Like, literally everybody other than Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> give me Gobby. Give me Doc Ogg. Give me Matt Murdock. I, don't, I could care less about Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Spider-Man, oh my god. <laughs> I thought it was going to end, but the train doesn't stop, this, does it? The spider train? Yeah. Choo-choo. <laughs> so, uh, Amy Pascal, who is one of the producers, she produced, what, all... How many are there now? Too many. <laughs> Three, eight? four, five, six... Eight. Seven, eight. Yeah, you're right. If, this, if you include Spider-Verse, right? No. I don't think she's the producer of Spider-Verse. So then, yeah, this next one will be eight. So uh, she said that this is the end of the trilogy, but there is another trilogy afterwards. Yeah. So... Are we going to get another... A, a new recasting choice for Peter here? <laughs> they'll probably bring in a live-action Miles. That'd be cool. I'd be down for that. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> no Way Home will be the third longest MCU film at two hours and 30 minutes and they haven't actually finished the film yet yeah <laughs> which yes as of today december 5th has not been completed they're still working on visual effects so they're not shooting things yeah, yeah, yeah. doing a lot of computer graphics honestly like finishing up visual effects down to the last minute is somewhat common with movies and games uh yeah yeah constantly for working on those bugs yep yep um now, we got another Spider-Man trilogy announced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess this happened this morning? I guess. I since don't know I've why. not heard anything about it yet. Um, Celebrate Ben Snickle, duh. <laughs> I think it has more to do with football. Nah. <laughs> and No Way Home being right around the corner. Um, Spider-Verse 2, the official title will be Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. So the first... I was like, that's a dumb name. But now I'm like, I'm glad they're being upfront and telling us this is a part one situation. Rather than being like, haha, we tricked you, there's gonna be another movie. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, we talked about this before. The Harry Potter part one and two. Mm -hmm. And then other movies started doing that. Yeah. It's, it doesn't work very well lots of times. It can work. But it doesn't, usually. I would also argue Harry Potter didn't even do it that good. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. No, they didn't. Because you need to, like, you need to still have a beginning. Like, we just watched um, The Two Towers and Return of the King. And despite being a trilogy, each one of those movies have a distinct beginning, middle, and end. And then also tie into the grander scheme across the three of being a beginning, middle, and end. And it's not easy... And people take it too lightly when they're like, well, just split this one in half and make two movies. Also, what is Hollywood's obsession with trilogies? Making money, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Rings did it and it worked great. Then Harry Potter stretched out across eight movies. Oh, look at all that money. <laughs> Eleven if you want to count Fantastic Beasts. But, but yeah. I, I don't because Fantastic Beasts suck. <laughs> God, what terrible Well, you heard movie. it here first. There's so Critter hates Newt. They're so... I love Newt, but those movies are so boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, we saw that Gwen, Gwen Stacy will turn as Spider-Girl. Mm -hmm. um, 
we saw uh, Spider Spider Man twenty ninety nine attacking Miles in the trailer. Yeah. What do you think of that trailer? Cool. I thought it was really cute with Gwen talking to Miles yeah. in his bedroom. Yeah. Picking up right where we left off, you know. Yep. Because at first I was like, really? We couldn't get Post Malone to make a new song for this one? I'm sure he will. Or at least he'll get a new song somewhere in here. But I was like, we're going to use the same one from last time? <laughs> well, it makes sense, because it, it picked up right where it left off. <laughs> well, I was... Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, never mind. Um, Jake Johnson will return as Peter B. Parker. Boo. We will see uh, Spider-Woman for the first time. Ooh. I don't know too much about her. Nah. And then uh, the Spider-Man that led the 87 live-action Japanese series will return. Yay. In animated form. That's going to be interesting. But are we not bringing back the others? So they're, they're not confirmed. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my, my brain's just working on gears and just it's like, please work. <laughs> too many spiders. <laughs> Spider overload. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, there's way too many Spider-Mans, there's too many Batmans. <laughs> so many spoders. <laughs> um, are you excited for all this Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm much more excited for Into the Spider-Verse, or Across Spider-Verse, because that was a really fantastic movie, the first one. Oh yeah. No Way Home, I don't, I don't know, it is, I don't know, like, I'm a bit worn out on Marvel. They've been very constant, and I'm afraid this is just going to be another, like, fun movie. A lot like Shang-Chi. Fun. Great. But also just another big, flashy action sequence in front of a green screen. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you put in that many villains and they're all, like, using weird superpowers so they have strange mm -hmm. skin. You know, lizard is what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and salmon, I guess. Uh... See, my, my bet on No Way Home is that either it's going to flop because there's too much in it, mm -hmm. but with a two and a half hour runtime, it might be enough time to cram it all together. Maybe. But also, I think Tom Holland's Spider-Man fails. Yeah, I know. You're, you're really big on this theory that he's going to like die or something. No, he's going to get sucked into some portal that will put him into the Sony-verse, and then he'll have to come back to... This is just my theory. Mm -hmm. To the MCU, and probably do an Avengers home. Uh, go ahead. No, uh, you can keep going. Okay. I, I'm i spider man out, and I haven't even watched these yet. <laughs> <laughs> the constant talking and rumor mills over it has also just gotten exhausting. Like, I feel like I have watched No Way Home, based on how many, like... Oh, the trailers are ridiculous. Rumors there are. Yeah. It's like every 20 minutes, they're like, hey, check out this trailer. And it's slightly different editing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, stop. Yeah. We all know it's coming. We get it. Just let us drop it already. Hey, is, is that a Spider-Man movie? <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing is, I'm worried it's just going to be like a, like a, like a, like a drive-thru. Like, it's like, hey, look, it's Doc Ock. Bye, Doc Ock. Hey, look, it's Sandman. Bye, Sandman. And it's basically, basically, wow, remember this thing? All right, don't stop. Keep going. Here's this other thing. Remember that? <laughs> basically, hinge your entertainment on going, oh, I remember that one. And I don't want that. <laughs> I hope it's not like that. That's what I'm worried. That would be the worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs>
No, the worst case scenario would be uh, Tobey Maguire shows up as emo Parker. <laughs> and he just dances through the scene and that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, past Spider-Man. I read that uh, Adam McKay, <clears throat> sorry, who used to be good friends with Will Ferrell, they had a production company called Gary Sanchez Productions. Woo! Uh, they used to do a ton of comedy films with Will Ferrell. Lots of um, TV shows came from Gary yep. Sanchez. Uh, Funny or Die was made by them. Uh, My name is Earl. Yep. 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 Secession. Yeah, <laughs> which you wouldn't wouldn't guess. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what happened, and why we're not seeing so many of these films anymore, is that they split. Mm -hmm. Adam McKay wanted to go in a more serious direction, which is Secession for mm. sure. Yep. Yep. Um, and Will Ferrell still wanted to make his weird comedies. Yeah. Which his last one flopped hard. Yes. <laughs> it was, uh, oh God. What, that Sherlock one? and Watson? Oh, ew. <laughs> Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, Adam did speak up last week and he said that, uh, he fucked up. And he's actually really regretful of ruining that relationship. Which... I put this in the news because it's something that I used to enjoy with their films. Mm -hmm. Anchorman is funny beyond all belief. Sure. And we don't see those comedies anymore. That that age is over. Yeah. Um, I, I barely see stoner films anymore either. No, that's the thing because I was thinking about it. Like you don't see things like Mallrats or Pineapple Express. Yeah. Like that we don't see like. Comedies in general are also just hard to find. It, yeah, it's a weird thing. Stand-up is doing great. Mm -hmm. Podcasting. Uh, there are television shows that do comedy. Sure. But the that frat boy stoner comedy era is gone. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. Maybe we all just kind of... Which is a weird thing because now I'm, I'm 29... And I'm looking at it and going, I grew up with these movies, and now they're extinct. Yeah, I remember seeing the trailer for Step Brothers everywhere, you know? Step Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just like, I don't know, maybe it's because we've kind of heard all these jokes already. There's only so many stoner comedy jokes you can make before you just start repeating yourself by going, hey, 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 get it? We're high. <laughs> you know? Like, Maybe the legalization of marijuana kind of changed that. Maybe. Because it really, really lessens the impact of Pineapple Express when they're not under arrest. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Sony, according to Bloomberg, will create a, a uh, Game Pass to rival against Xbox Game Pass. This is like a year into it. It's called uh, Spartacus. For now. I thought they had a Game Pass. They have, they... they have PlayStation Now, which you pay 60 bucks and you can play some games for free. Oh. But they're going to do one where you pay a certain amount of money and you'll just get free games. <sighs> Alright. <laughs> well, it's interesting because a lot of the PlayStation fanboys, I didn't really care about it. Mm -hmm. But uh, they were like, how come Xbox gets all these cool things? And we're not. Even Nintendo. Nintendo jumped on this train, too, yeah. with the expansion pass. I don't know how I feel about it, you know? I wanted it, but that's a lot of money to play only really a handful of games that I actually really want to play. That, <laughs> that you've already played. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I've played them all already. 
And you know who's going to end up paying for your bill for that? Hmm. Me. Why did you say that? Because I know you. And I'm not paying an extra $50 a month for a year so you can play Banjo-Kazooie. It's, it would just be Banjo-Kazooie. But that's the thing. It like ends up to like over like $300 by the end of the year. Like, like as much as I love Banjo-Kazooie, it's not worth that a year to be able to play this game. Well, the thing that Sony has going on now is it's 60 bucks for PlayStation Plus and 60 bucks for PlayStation Now. That's $120 a month. That's a lot, yeah. Across tw 12 months, that's like $1,440. How did you do that? <laughs> what the hell? Like, I just saw Can't that. Can't talk, but I got math. My brain just went, that's math. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, I was like that yesterday. Don't worry. Uh, you're, you're smart. I love you. You're smart. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so HBO is doing House of the Dragon, the prequel to Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they revealed that they actually filmed a pilot for a different prequel series. Yeah. Before they made House of the Dragon. And the pilot cost them $30 million. $30 million? How? On what? I don't know. How? <laughs> like, that's a lot for a TV pilot. Even Game of Thrones didn't... What? <laughs> yeah. $30 million Well... For one. <laughs> each Game of Thrones episode typically costs $20 million. Well, that makes sense. But it was because they got special locations just yeah. to do their things. Yeah. Um... Also, a gigantic cast. Mm -hmm. When they looked at the pilot, it didn't work. And they're like, okay, so do we make this a series? And they're like, no, kill it. And if we're going to make something, we need to fully dedicate an entire season to it. We're not going to spend $30 million on an episode. We're going to spend, you know, like $100 million on a season. Jesus. I... And that's when they started to rework and reconfigure everything, and they made House of the Dragon. Well, hopefully it's good. Hopefully it works out. I've heard nothing for it. There have been zero buzz about House of Dragon. I'll watch it. Yeah, we'll check it out. I'm interested in the Targaryens. Sure, it's got to be better than that first episode of Wheel of Time. Is that oh, yeah, we watched that. What a disappointment. I was so excited, and the first episode was just not good at all. <laughs> it's for teenagers. Yeah, it's like a tween romance thing i thought we were done with these so it, but, it, but now it's in the medieval ages what <laughs> hey you want to talk about fantasy and cool world building nope we're gonna spend most of our time going oh is she gonna love me even though she obviously loves you <laughs> so this is something that's going on in the industry when game of thrones was in its what sixth season and they did the Battle of the Bastards and won the Emmys. Hell yeah. Which, that is the best episode. It's so good. Good war strategy. And big climax for a lot of things coming together. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that episode made me really love Jon Snow. <laughs> um, everyone was like, we need to make a Game of Thrones rival. Yeah. So uh, Netflix went out and made The Witcher. Yes. It doesn't rival it. It doesn't. It's its own thing. It does, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I didn't write that in here. Is Henry Cavill fired? Is he? Why would they do that? Because I'm getting weird conflicting reports where he's saying I'm down for the seven seasons. 
and then I'm getting other reports that he's been recasted. I just, uh, I don't, I hope they don't recast him. He's the best part, except for, uh, Dandelion? Is that his name? Yeah, Dandelion the Bard. I love Dandelion. Um, <laughs> <coughs> Amazon is making Wheel of Time. They also have another one. Oh, really? Yes, uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're gonna do that. Eventually, that'll show up somewhere in our lives, right? And, and in February, they're gonna do Critical Role. They're just really banking hard on the high fantasy, aren't they? <laughs> I guess. Uh, well, Dune came around. I guess. That but is, Dune it has its own identity. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you really can't say it's like Game of Thrones. No. Even though they are fighting for power. But it's not Lord of the Rings either. No, it's very much its own thing. That's the thing. You can have the same tropes and concepts, but be your own thing. It was when, with Wheel of Time, the, like, Nazgul knockoffs rode up on their horse with their dark cloaks covering their face. And I'm like, oh, really? We're doing this again. <laughs> I haven't seen this a million times in every other high fantasy story ever. <laughs> the biggest offender to ripping off Lord of the Rings, and I'll say it right now, Harry Potter. I was going to say Aragon. That's oh, like almost... Oh, God, that was another one. <laughs> hey, like... Aragon's supposed to be coming back. Percy Jackson's supposed to be coming back. Oh, really? Spiderwick Chronicles. Yeah, we're doing this all over again. Aragon. Aragon's like unabashedly just ripping off. Like, his name is Aragon... Instead of Aragorn, mm -hmm. he falls in love with like, like, like it's it's a it's basically just Arwen is her name. <laughs> she looks like Arwen, but it's just spelled different or something like that. <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen that movie, and I really just want to put it away. I read the books. I read a little bit of the book. I read the first three, and then because I like the, I was saying earlier with Spider Verse. Because the author... Yes, tell me. Chris, tell me in words. Christopher Polini, I think was his name. He was like, it's going to be three books. Three. It's going to be a trilogy. And I'm like, awesome, cool. And I get the third one, and I'm reading, and I'm reading, and I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm getting close to the end of this book, but we're not wrapping up. And then I get to the end, and then there's like a blurb on the back of like like the very end of it going, lol, I, there was just so much, I made it into four books. And it's like... You lied to me, Christopher. <laughs> you said there would be three. <laughs> and then I didn't read the fourth one because I was tired. <laughs> I like fantasy. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It can be really good, but there's a lot of bad ripoffs out there. Yeah, it's, it's when you're not creative with it. Mm -hmm. Like, we can have dragons and knights and whatever, but do something unique. We yeah. have, when magic is involved, be completely unique you know <laughs> well speaking of magic and harry potter cartoon network has a fortnite series called harry potter hogwarts tournament of houses Woo. we saw the first episode we did it was cute what, what are your thoughts it was fine it was cute uh some of the questions are like stupidly easy i loved that because it was okay it was gryffindor versus hufflepuff for the first episode yeah and she was like okay Gryffindor, here's your first question. Um, what's, you know, Harry's uh, owl's name? And they're like, Hadwig, I think. And they're like, yeah, okay. Okay, Hufflepuff, here's your first question. In this micro frame for like three <laughs> seconds on screen, where there were multiple different op options to choose from, what was the number on the fourth candle? <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> that was a question they asked. The scene was uh, Lupin. 
It's a uh, prisoner of Azkaban. Lupin's teaching Harry. What were they? Bogarts? Yeah, he's using a Bogart. Bogart? Bogart. He's teaching Harry how to use how to cast the Patronus. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as it comes out as the the ring wraith. <laughs> yeah, another <laughs> knockoff. <laughs> um, he starts to say, but then he starts to faint, and the wind like blows out the candles, and you see the candles, and there's Roman numerals on the candles because that's how people told time back then. Mm-hmm. Is when the candle would burn out, it would tell you what hour you were at because yeah. they didn't have clocks. That's how they actually did. Despite it. being look, look it up, this is real. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real thing. Anyways, the camera shows you like what two candles. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they're like, what's the Roman numeral on that? <laughs> and the first one, it was, stu- like, stupid easy. Like, I don't even remember what the question is. Because... That was Goblet of Fire. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it was, what does, um, when, uh, when they find out Harry's in the tournament, all the, like, headmasters run in and Dumbledore calmly asks Harry if he put his name in the fire. And, uh... Calmly? In the <laughs> <laughs> describes it as calmly <laughs> yeah and he did so, not do that and someone used legos to animate the difference it's like dumbledore calmly asked harry did you put your name in the goblet of fire and it's like the, the legos are animated and then it's like versus the movie version, like harry and he like charges through a bunch of legos and harry starts running did you put your name in the goblet of fire <laughs> doesn't he like shove him so hard he starts pushing over other trophies yeah. <laughs> it's not calm <laughs> The question was, um... I legitimately thought at that moment as a kid, I was like, is Dumbledore gonna, like, actually hurt him? <laughs> Anyways. No, what's her name? The, uh, the big bitch. I, I won't remember her name, but the... The, the headmistress the, of Bobatons. Yes. The uh, French one. The question was, what does she swat out of her way when she enters the room? It's like, obviously a fucking lantern. <laughs> yeah, but she actually does swat a lantern away because she's so tall. Yeah, I thought it was cute when I watched it as a kid. Did you just hear my shoulder blades yeah, pop? Yeah, that was gross. Oh, God. <laughs> and then, yeah, there, there were easy questions. Then there there was the couch question. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. So they go, we're going to bring on actual props from the movie. In Deathly Hollows Part 1, we see Hermione's parents sitting on a couch before she... Um, obliterates their memory yeah which couch were they sitting in yeah and then on the stage there's three different couches and everyone's like oh i I was expecting (laughs) like which one of these is the elder one (laughs) everyone got that one wrong yeah i got it wrong i for for sure i got i I was with gryffindor (laughs) and hufflepuff guessed the other one and it was actually the third option yeah and then they show you the scene you're like God. Damn. Like, so it was fun. At first, I was like, these questions are way too easy. Um, but it, the fun part is just answering Harry Potter trivia on your own and seeing if you got it right. I don't really care who wins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be Gryffindor. It's also a lot of like. And 5.5 <laughs> points to Gryffindor for simply being Gryffindor. Gryffindor wins the house Congratulations, cup. Gryffindors. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, it's a lot of like, where's your question? What color is Ron's hair? And all three of them, like, on the panel go, I, I'm not so sure. Do you think it was red? It's like, we know you know the answer. Just, you gotta vamp for time. <laughs> it was actually orange. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if you like Harry Potter, 
You should check it out. Yeah, it's cute. I'm sure it'll be streaming. Once it's done on Cartoon Network, I'm, I'm sure, sure it'll be on HBO. Stream it somewhere, yeah. Remember, HBO owns Cartoon Network. I don't remember. Cause I That's don't... why they have all those DC shows. I forget Cartoon... Oh, that would make sense. <gasps> oh! <laughs> <laughs> I never pay attention to things like also, that. Also, Boomerang. Mm-hmm. All the old stuff that used to play on Man. Cartoon Network. Boomerang was good. What plays on Boomerang? Looney Tunes? Yeah. You're losing me. <laughs> Looney Tunes, Warner Brothers. Oh, I never remember the Warner Brothers. Oh. Listen, listen. It's early still. <laughs> Kids, pay attention. Go to school. <laughs> Learn your different businesses that own your favorite cartoons. <laughs> I feel like you need to, especially if you're doing a podcast like this. Mm-hmm. You kind of need to have a good idea of what company you're talking about. I never really pay attention to those kind of things. Unless it's important, like Activision. Yeah. Fuck you, Activision. <laughs> yeah, they got blacklisted hard. They're not even going to be in the next game show awards. Oh, did they decide that? Because I heard that they were gonna that they were gonna include Activision games into the the awards. No, they said no. Good, nice, good. The panel was like, no, get out of here. Fuck you. The whole industry is turning against them. Yes. Nintendo, Sony. Didn't the government have to step in? Like, isn't the FBI looking into Activision now or something? Oh, yeah, he did something dumb. And, yeah, now the FBI are doing... He did a couple of some things that were dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I didn't really want to report on Activision because it bums me out. Since we're here, Rust... Mm. There's, it's honestly it's a fucking shit show. The fact that we're still, no one can, like things are even now coming up. Like, hey, there was actually like four different people bringing ammunition. Three different ones: the armorer, the the other armorer that we found out about like two weeks ago. Yeah. And then some guy named like Billy Ray. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, why, 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 why is anyone other than the armorers going to bring ammo on set and what? And then Alec Baldwin was told not to talk and he just did a big interview with CNN. Yeah. And and now he's like, I didn't even actually pull the trigger. Yeah. He's saying he didn't pull the trigger. I think he's hiding something. It's like, it's just muddying the story more super unnecessarily. Alec, shut the fuck up. Let people figure it out. If you're in trouble, fucking own up to it, you know? Don't be a little bitch about it. (laughs) Don't be like, well, I don't even, I don't even think I even had the gun in my hands anymore. Like, listen, shut up, all right? (laughs) The way he's been talking, right, Mm -hmm. does make me think he's hiding something. And your favorite president said this in an interview <laughs> that he is hiding something. And it's interesting that he would say that about Alec Baldwin when not having the full story. Well, I think he said it because Alec Baldwin played a mean interpretation of him on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> hey, don't fuck with the bull. <laughs> I'm just telling you. One of them's a million. Well, I guess they're both millionaires. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Matrix Resurrections. What do we think? Eh. 
Yeah, fuck no. No, I too don't. Too little, too late. Didn't even like the other ones. I don't like The Matrix. I like Keanu Reeves. That's what I like. I feel like they're just trying to bank on Keanu Reeves being John Wick. Mm-hmm. Because it really does look like, even now, more than ever, just do John Wick, but uh, with the, this one that we own. <laughs> didn't Neo have short hair? He did, but it's been a few years or something. Yeah, so they didn't even cut his hair. It's just his John Wick hair. Mm-hmm. They want you to think this is John Wick. Yeah. And... <laughs> The no. only thing, the only thing I can say is I liked the song they use in the trailer. That is it. It was cool. That's it. <laughs> is that a song we've heard before? I don't think so. Because I was listening to the lyrics, because they keep playing the damn trailer. Yeah. And I was listening to the lyrics, and I was like, what are they actually describing? Alice in Wonderland. Did you? Oh. One pill makes you bigger, one pill makes you small. The pill the nurses give you does nothing at all. Just ask Alice when she's ten feet tall. You get it? <laughs> okay. I, I, I was like, attention. who grows 10 feet tall? <laughs> Eat me, drink me. <laughs> do you do? You, do you not? <laughs> no, I was thinking of the emperor from Dune. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it's Dune. It's as Alice is sitting Why is there. this song about Dune <laughs> in a different movie? Cheshire cast, like, what? <laughs> No, All I... smart credits just got thrown away. No, I really liked the song, so I was paying attention. It was the best part of going to... I'll, I'll save that part for later. <laughs> oh, uh, tickets go on sale tomorrow if you're interested. If anyone gives a shit, but I doubt it. <laughs> uh, Chucky will get a second season. Chucky? Chucky. Like the... The, the killer the, doll. It got a season? There's a show? Yeah, there was a show. Oh. <laughs> it was on Showtime. Uh, people seem to have liked it enough that they made... It announced the second season. Alright. Uh, Child's Play was never really my thing. Mm-mm. Despite me having watched almost all of them. Really? <laughs> except for the newer ones. I got to what? The Son of Chucky? Possessed toys never really freaked me out or anything. You want to know a fun fact about Chucky? Hmm. The original voice actor for him? Isn't it Mark Hamill? No. Is Mark Hamill this one? I think he is. Okay. But the original voice actor played Grima Wormtongue. Really? Yes. Which Grima. is Lord of the Rings. Look at you, being everywhere, doing things. <laughs> now, I can't say much about this. You want to talk about this? Yeah. So, uh, hot news from Rooster Teeth. Yay. They whitewashed one of their own characters. Oh. Rooster Teeth. Listen, you already took your only two POC characters from Ruby and then abandoned them in the fifth episode of that last season without anybody saying anything about it. <laughs> What's POC? Uh, people of color. Oh, okay. That's the, no, that's the way you, that's the, that's the, that's the way you're supposed to say it. That's correct? Yes. That doesn't sound correct. No, it's, yeah. Sounds pretty judgy. No. <laughs> Look, whitewashing is not okay. No. Um, I thought, well, Hollywood learned this lesson a while ago. And Rooster Teeth likes to pretend they're Hollywood, so you'd think they'd pay attention. <laughs> Has no one seen Gods of Egypt? Ooh. Ooh. Ah! <laughs> no, no one did. <laughs> I, I can't even tell you the plot. Only you. <laughs> no, there's, there's other fans out there who love really bad movies. <laughs> That's something about myself, is I'll sit down and watch a horrible movie. You watched the Emoji movie twice. It's good. I can't. I can't. There's I, a great lesson in there. No. <laughs> Just 
Just be yourself. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what happened with Rooster Teeth? Um, they had a character in their book who mm-hmm. was very clearly described as a black woman with long, beautiful, like really curly hair. And then they made a, an animated version of her, and she's white with short black hair. Straight short black hair. And everyone's like, well, it's because she's supposed to look like Ruby. And it's like, but that's not a very good excuse <laughs> for whitewashing your own character. <laughs> wow. Do you th- how long do you think Rooster Teeth will go around? Oh, I don't think another five years, honestly. I think they'll get bankrupt. I mean, they're already hemorrhaging money. None of their shows are doing good. Ruby's the only one that gives them money, and Ruby's tanking. Oh, yeah. Well, they're not doing anything with that. Um, Yeah. They're still making Red vs. Blue, and they're not telling anybody. Like, there's no trailers or anything. (sighs) That means they spent all their money. Yeah. That means they can't use any of their money for marketing. Nope. There you go. That's a big problem right there. When they're their own marketing team, they can't even (laughs) be bothered. Yeah, just send out a quick email. No, I don't think... I don't think Rooster Teeth will last another five years. I think either it'll go bankrupt and sell all its IPs or someone else will step in and buy them out and it'll just be completely gutted. Like, completely change management and actual professionalism will be involved. That already (laughs) happened to them. No. Yeah, Warner Brothers. They got bought, but they didn't get gutted. Uh, (laughs) HBO ripped one of their shows from them. Yeah, because... They, it did so poorly. <laughs> it's still doing bad. We're it's talking about bad. Genlock. Yes. Uh, I refuse to watch this season. Yesterday I said I was going to watch the two latest episodes, and then I was like, I really don't want to. <laughs> so instead I listened to Delta Rune music on repeat. <laughs> there you go. That's much more healthier yes. than seeing animated cocks. Uh, uh, I don't know what that was. Um, uh, <laughs> Rooster Teeth, go fuck yourself. Um... So, coming out this week in theaters, because I don't think there's any shows. I don't think so. I didn't even look up games, because it's kind of over. Like, everyone, yeah. We're coming to the end of the year, so we're not going to have much going on. Mm-hmm. Because everyone, everything's out already, so you can get it for Christmas. Yeah, or it will come out in theaters for Christmas. Mm-hmm, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, this week in theaters, West Side Story. Ugh. I'm not going to give you a synopsis, because if you don't know what West Side Story is, you probably didn't grow up in America. (laughs) Or you were lucky. (laughs) It looks so bad. Spielberg, give up already. Yeah, directed by Spielberg. I don't know why he wants to go back and remake a classic. Because he's full of himself. (laughs) Yes, full of himself, too. He's just such a guy. Listen, Ready Player One proved it. He is so boring as a director now. And yeah, he was a revolutionary when he was, like, you know, actually young and creative. But now he's, like, the most bland, drab, basic director in all of cinema. (laughs) Um, The other movie that I found interesting is Red Rocket. Yeah! So Red Rocket is made by Sean Baker. Sean Baker directed uh, the Flora Project. Yeah, which and Tangerine. I we've never seen Tangerine. I know a little bit about Tangerine, in which he shot it on his iPhone. Yeah, he does like lots of wacky things like that. Yes, uh, Florida Project. We did watch. I liked the Florida Project. Sad. It is sad, but it is really good. If so, there's your warning. Also. <laughs> Willem Dafoe, best character. Yeah, he's in it. He's great. He's he's the shining light in that movie. There's a scene where he intimidates 
person that needs to be intimidated. Yeah. And, and it's scary. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get anyone other than Willem Dafoe, and it was fantastic. Yeah, it was like, oh yeah, this is why he was the Green Goblin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, Red Rocket uh, is about Mikey Saber is a washed-up porn star who returns to his small Texas townhome. Not that anyone really wants him back. Well, yeah. So it's a comedy of a uh, former porn star mm-hmm. trying to get back into just living his life. Yeah. Well, I don't know how comedic it's going to be. Uh, Florida Project wasn't very comedic, but the trailer would make you think otherwise. <laughs> well, the lead character, Simon Rex, mm-hmm. used to be a porn star so he has some material to work on and uh his comedy he was george in scary movie three and four Mm -hmm. which i nailed that you did you guessed it i I guessed it looked it up and there it was i don't even remember scary movie three or four (laughs) they were good the seat that age of comedy is gone here's the thing the problem is i watched like the first six Back to back, because they were on, they were like... There's six of them? I don't know. There was a bunch of them or something. I watched a There's bunch five of them. in a row, like, because they were streaming on TV, which, you know, I got the great, like, like, like edited version, so they were safe for TV. <laughs> oh, then yeah, you missed a lot of good stuff. And they were all right back to back, and so I don't remember when stopped where or what. <laughs> His character, George, is a ripoff of Eminem's Eight Mile. Nice. <laughs> nice. Good. <laughs> if you haven't seen them and you want a weird comedy to watch, go check them out. You might not get all the references. Maybe. <laughs> it's been like 15 years, so. I was a kid when I watched those. Mm-hmm. I should not have watched them. <laughs> uh, there's other movies in theaters. They all look bad. We're getting into Oscar season. Yeah, good old Oscar bait. Um... Yeah, that's all I can say on that. They hardly are ever good, really. <laughs> they try too hard. They do. And they're always just like, look, here's a thing, and it's sad. That's what Oscar bait is. <laughs> so, last week we didn't do a coffee break, because we were actually planning on it. Mm-hmm. We didn't announce until the day of Sunday, yeah. last week, that was... we weren't going to do one, was... because there was nothing happening. Yeah. The holidays just completely consumed whatever... Yeah. news would be mm-hmm. um i could talk about a different news but that's not what this podcast is for yeah uh so i went through and looked at the the calendar and kind of realized we're gonna have a few more weeks mm-hmm. before christmas it's specifically because because christmas falls on like saturday or sunday and then the week after that new year's also falls like within that week so, after the... December 19th will be the 15th episode. We'll mm-hmm. take a two-week hiatus. Yeah. For... And this is because of Christmas and then New Year's yep. being back-to-back. And so, be prepared for a lack of podcasts for two weeks at the end of the year. But you all kind of could have guessed. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. go on go, break for holiday. <laughs> yeah, go enjoy being with your family and friends. Yeah. Be holly mm-hmm. um, or merry. Whatever you want to be. Holly or jolly. <laughs> uh, and then after that, when the new year begins, we'll come back yeah. and keep going weekly. Our first one will be on the 11th of January. So uh, I will retweet this out 
so everyone knows yep. the schedule. Sorry about it, but it's the most logical thing for us, too. Also, content that comes out on or around big holidays like that never do good anyway, views-wise. Because no one has time to sit down and watch or listen to something. Yeah. Because they're doing all the running around for holidays. So. Yeah, I don't even know when we're going to see Spider-Man. Because <laughs> a lot of theaters are sold out. Yeah. And I don't want to go to a packed theater. God, no. Especially with the Omnicron. Yeah. So. Be safe. Be very safe. Wear your masks. Wash okay. your hands. Okay. It's Pokemon News! Pokemon News! Yeah! We have no Pokemon News. No. Uh, uh, Diamond and Pearl came out. Yep. We've been playing it. Yep. They're great. I'm having a lot of fun. I know it's full of glitches and everyone's making fun of it, but it's exactly what I wanted it to be, which is basically just copy and paste Sinnoh, but now I can play it on my current console. <laughs> so when you're walking around, you're like this cute, what, chubby? Chibi. Chibi? Yeah. Style? Yeah. And then when you get into a battle, you get into, like, you, you just become a full-grown adult. Yeah, you go into big mode. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, what is that? And then... We watched, uh, what, Pokemon Evolutions, which is going through oh, the yeah. generations, and this week was uh, the return of the show. It took a long hiatus. Listen, I'm disappointed with this show. Honestly. Is it because they, it, it's a cock tease? It is. There's like, <laughs> there's been one fight, and it was awesome, and it was in like the second episode they had, I think, and, uh, and... I just want to see Pokemon fighting. I don't care about the story of Barry going through his adventure. I want to see a Pokemon slap the shit out of another Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Well, that's wow. the fun part of Pokemon is the fighting. That's the fun part. <laughs> I, I like Diamond and Pearl. They're, uh, they're Pokemon games. They're, they kept it really close to the heart for the original. Mm -hmm. um, I like the map layout. I hate it. I hate double backing. I've been running back and forth, like circling back around. It is so fun just going different directions other than forward. <laughs> I guess. And there's like also a lot of trainers down the routes. Oh yeah. It's great. That's a lot of fighting. I forgot because like, you know, in the newer ones, it's like there's one person, maybe three at most. Ooh. Yeah. But one of them's also a doctor and they'll heal you right away. And it's like, uh, yawn. <laughs> Uh, I have seen one, so have you unlocked the Pokemon walking animation behind you? Yes, I finally got there. Some of them are pretty goofy. Definitely the worst one I've seen is uh, Ekans. Because he stays coiled up, and he just kind of like, as a coil, moves behind you. He doesn't slither or anything. They just had his idle animation sliding behind you. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I have, uh, I got Turtwig as my starter. I evolved him. Uh, Grottle? Yes. Cause... Not Grovile. No, that's Trico. We have this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Anyways, he's a giant dinosaur, basically, and he walks so slow, I just end up having to ditch him, and then he just reappears next to me, and then I ditch him again. Because <laughs> he's so slow. I don't bother with the walking animation. I don't think it's worth it. No, it doesn't bother me. I go back, I like double back around so often, and like, eh, I can imagine my Pokemon's running behind me. I've done that before, I can do it again. <laughs> Especially if the animation in-game is going to be less than, than stellar. <laughs> yeah, it feels like they rushed this one. Which is weird, because they had so much time to do it. I don't, I don't know if they rushed it, or, because it was, 
outsourced to a different company. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they just didn't know what to look out for for certain things. Yeah. I'm also willing to bet the walking animation thing was like a last second addition because... You think Nintendo walked in there and was just like, why aren't they walking with you? I imagine it was like, well, people keep saying they want the Pokemon to follow us. I guess we should do that. (laughs) (laughs) Can Um, we make that happen? There's so many Pokemon. (laughs) Oh, man. Enough of Pokemon. Yeah, get it out of you. God, I am still tired. (laughs) I finished my coffee a while ago. I miss it. (laughs) You want to take a break here? Go get more coffee? I mean, we're almost done. No, we're not. Okay, we can take a break here and get more coffee. Okay. Alright, let's do it. Let's talk about the big one. (laughs) The elephant in the theater? (laughs) Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. Oof. The first time we've gone to a theater since Shang-Chi. And we picked this one. (laughs) I had to go. I... I made promises to them that I would go. And it's your favorite game franchise and everything. And I had Leon. <laughs> so what and did you, Wesker? So I made my review. What did you think? This is the best Resident Evil live action film we've ever gotten. There were moments that actually got me. Mm-hmm. I think it got me twice. One of them, like I loved how he did that, the director Johannes. And it has to deal with a scene in the Spencer Mansion. Well, are we going to discuss spoilers here or not? No, we'll tell them spoilers, Mm -hmm. and then we'll get there. Okay. One of my biggest issues with this film is the characters aren't themselves. They're not the game characters. Yeah. They just rewrote them however they wanted them to fit. So Leon... To be absolutely clear, is a fucking dipshit. <laughs> which is not the Leon that I love and adore. Yeah. Who, not only is Resident Evil my favorite, Leon is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a giant poster of him hanging in our bedroom. Yeah I, yeah, I wake up every morning looking at the guy, okay? I mean, I really fucking love that character. And his weird pants. Oh, well, he needed that, okay? In that poster, he has some weird it's pants. It's Resident Evil 4, <laughs> come now. <laughs> It was 2008. Yeah. Leave it alone. We did the best we could. Um, <laughs> there's that, so much. That is a good way of describing it. Just <laughs> The game Leon, you know, even when he starts out in Resident Evil 2, which is this uh, rookie, mm-hmm. right? He's excited. You know, mm-hmm. he's kind of scared. He's not sure what's going on. Very, very militant, almost. Yeah, he he tries not to show fear. Mm-hmm. And older Leon, right, when we see him in uh, Vendetta, mm-hmm. which is the oldest we've seen him, the first scene, he walks into the morgue and shoots a zombie in the head. Yeah, Leon and, like, is... Like, he just is cold. His his weird little, like, quips he says to himself yep. is entirely a... <laughs> A self-medication type of thing? Because he's trying to distance himself from what's happening. He's trying to diffuse the tension. Yeah. Because there's a lot of scary things coming at him. Because, yeah, it is pretty goofy for him to be alone and say to himself, where'd everybody go? Bingo. It's because he's doing it for himself. That's the reason. And all that was lost. Instead, (laughs) we get this Leon who doesn't even look like Leon. 
bad casting. But, uh, let's get. I, I want to talk about that. So many people are like, they're this bad because they don't look like their characters. I'm willing for a character to look completely different if it was because they were the best choice. Like if this actor was the absolute perfect personality for Leon, but yeah, he has like darker skin and black hair, that's fine. I'm willing to forgive that. Just like, you know, uh, with Cowboy Bebop, the actor playing Jet is black, but he's a perfect casting choice for Jet. I'm fine with that, but this isn't even a character that's like Leon at all. <laughs> no. Uh, we The main character of this movie is Claire. Which I get it. It makes sense. Because she was big in two and Chris is in one, so it ties her to both of them. I get it. <laughs> well, yeah, they're brother and sisters. Uh, brother and sister, sorry. The, the opening to this film takes way too long. It's so long. So they show us the orphanage. Mm-hmm. Right? And they show that Chris and Claire are orphans. Yeah. This is not stated in the games. And this is just the beginning. These aren't spoilers. I mean, nah. this is really just what it's about. Mm -hmm. And Claire keeps waking up because Lisa Trevor is in the orphanage. Yeah. And she's, like, trying to befriend her. It's, like, I, I don't... Well, why? That's the thing. I don't get it. Why? Why? Did they just want Lisa Trevor to be in the movie somewhere and couldn't think of how? <laughs> Lisa Trevor is supposed to be in the Spencer estate, which they also... Oh. They call it the Spencer Manor. <laughs> mansion. Mansion, not the, the... The Spencer Mansion. Chief Irons, which you got wrong in your video. You're I like, did. Who's this guy? I did. It should have been Marvin. <laughs> Chief Irons. Uh I don't know what to say about that character. I don't remember him too well from the games because he's only in the original third game. Yeah. Um, so, we do go in his office in the second game, but uh, he's already dead. So clearly, he was important enough to make a minor, like a major character in the movie. <laughs> well, it's weird. He's he's the the chief of the police station, but he's commanding the stars team on what to do. Yeah. Which is like no, they. Their offices are on different levels of the police station. Yes, mm -hmm. I've memorized the goddamn place, okay? <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't think they ever once called them stars. No, it's just a badge that they have on yeah. them. Yeah. But Wesker's the leader. Yeah. And they make West. They humanize Wesker. Yeah, they make him, like, kind and thoughtful, but misguided. Yeah. Like, like, like they thought he was going to be the, the hero moving forward. And that's not what he is. He's the bad guy. Mm -hmm. None of the characters are accurate. Chris is fine. Chris is good. Robbie Mill does a good job at being adorable. Yes. <laughs> Robbie is adorable. <laughs> um, Jill's character, off again. Mm -mm. And having a, a love interest in Wesker. That's so wrong. Are they going to try and do five in a weird way? Mm. I don't think there's going to be a sequel. Oh, God, no. I hope not. <laughs> I don't... It's just... I don't... Why? I don't understand. Because they went on and on and on in the marketing about, like, oh, wow, this is so accurate to the games. This is going to be so so accurate to the games. And, yeah, locations were accurate. 
yeah, congratulations. You got a tall white dude with blonde hair to be Wesker. I guess that's accurate. But, like, how do you sit there and claim accuracy, but then completely rewrite the characters into being something different? And then not even be accurate, like with Lisa Trevor, like in any way. <laughs> Lisa Trevor doesn't even look like Lisa Trevor. Mm -hmm. She looks like a girl wearing a costume. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, remember, remember Silent Hill? Mm-hmm. What a good movie. Yeah. Like, that's the way you were going to do that. Get a contortionist. They are great actors and stunt people that are contortionists. Do that. Don't just get a person. <laughs> To wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the zombies. God. Boring. So when you think that they're zombies, they're not. They're going through this evolution. They're like de-degressing. They're, they're like decomposing almost? Decomposing while they're alive. And I was like, that's not how that works. And they're like losing their minds. And also, like... Everyone's losing their minds. Everyone's losing their minds. It's, it's also stupid, because you, you you went to go pee. It was when Leon first shows up. I took a long pee, too. Uh, yeah. He came back with popcorn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't need to see all this. And you, you're lucky. You missed the fucking... <laughs> this is a Jill sandwich now. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> but Leon is talking to this, like, waitress at whatever restaurant they were in. And, uh, and he looks up, and her eye is, like, bleeding. And he's like, are you okay? And she, like, dabs her eye and looks up the phone, and she goes, oh, I guess I should get that looked at. It's like, yeah, you're, this is awfully casual for bleeding from the fucking eyes. <laughs> um, God, I didn't even finish what I was saying about the intro. Mm. Um, it's way too long. Because after that, we see that Claire's in the car with the truck driver who has the gas tank. Mm -hmm. Which is part of the game. Yeah. She's not there, though. She's supposed to be on her bike. Yeah. It's um, not even her... It's not even her bike. It's, it's Chris's <laughs> bike that she gets later. Anyways, uh, this is when we finally meet our first zombie. Because mm -hmm. he hits them with his truck. Oh, that was so dumb. They're just in there talking to each other, and the zombie just walks up and Yeah, gets up and away. walks away. And then she's staring at the trees, and you just kind of see it faintly. The movie's so Dark. Like, I don't know if it was AMC or our seats, but I don't think so because it was so dark. Like, everything you see in the trailers, how it's all bright, it's not like that. Yeah, it's they, dark. They bumped the saturation up so bad in those yeah, trailers. There's, there's uh, one doing lighting. You know, you can shape it. Mm -hmm. You can change the intensity of it. Yeah. Right? You can direct but, it and whatever. There's just negative space. Mm-hmm. So much negative space that it's just darkness. There are so many shots where the light source is behind the character, and the only, like, uh, reflector they're using is shining, like, on their arms. Mm -hmm. And their faces, like, I get, they're saying something, or they're supposed to be reacting to something, but I just could not ever see. It was especially... Because we have also several characters in here who now have darker skin tones like leon and jill have darker skin tones you want to like see their faces if they're gonna be in shadows <laughs> so maybe just maybe light your characters <laughs> yeah like put a light on them so i can see them <laughs> the spencer estate seems to not have any electricity going on yeah i mean when they walked in it did and then they immediately 
Just dark, dark hallways. And dark and it's like, why didn't you check the lights? First? Also, you know what? Everyone keeps being like, yeah, the Spencer stain looks perfect. No, it didn't. It didn't. I wasn't happy with it. The stairs didn't give it enough emphasis. I did not like it. They're actually smaller. Yeah. That's a lot smaller than the actual hall was. Mm-hmm. Um, you're supposed to be able to go behind the stairs. Yeah. There's supposed to be also a door at the top of the first landing of the stairs. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're uh, not inspired by Resident Evil, the first one. They're inspired by the remake of Resident Evil for the GameCube. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, it's the better version. Mm-hmm. But there's a door that was placed there because you can go out into a graveyard. That's not there in the original, but for some reason, they just didn't even put that there. And it was like, there's little tiny things where it's like, you're not getting it. There's some things that could have really worked. Like, I like um, our, our truck driver now had a dog with him, yep. his Doberman. And when they hit the zombie and they're arguing, the Doberman is like licking the blood off of the pavement. And then it becomes a Cerberus because it now has the virus. And then it bit the uh, truck driver. Yep. And then that's how he got the virus. That made sense. That, that like, how quickly a virus can spread from one body to the next through weird different means like that. That made sense to incorporate the Cerberus this way and also spread the virus. But then they were like, they're putting the virus in the water or something like that. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's not how we're going to do this. (laughs) Yeah, they made Umbrella look like the absolute villains. Um, They are. But the way they went about it was completely different than the game. And mm-hmm. yeah, they were poisoning the water supply. For some reason, I guess. <laughs> and yeah, they just got up and abandoned Raccoon City. So it's honestly, it's a ghetto. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that cool industrial city that you get from the games. Nah. Um, would you describe it as industrial? I mean, there's some parts that are pretty. Yeah, I could, yeah. But, for sure. But, but yeah, all the... the the character of the city itself is gone. Yeah. And it's just, we barely see it, also. Yeah. Despite the fact everyone's running around. Did, did you see that one shot where we get an aerial view, and there's like a, it's like a water tower or something? Mm-hmm. And it says um, uh, umbrella on it, right? Yeah. We see that shot like three times. It's water... just the same shot over and over again. And it never becomes important. Like, we don't do anything with the water tower. Or anything like that. I guess it was, that's how they're poisoning everybody. But, like, I don't know. It's dumb. It... The, the <laughs> other thing is... Okay, so it is a horror film. And there are elements of horror in it. Sure. There's lots of jump scares. Oh, my God. Um, stupid with jump scares. <laughs> again, we're talking about lighting. They're going to play a lot with lighting. There, there are moments where if you have... Uh, if you're prone to epilepsy, mm-hmm. don't watch this. No. Because there's a scene in there. It's so where, awful. Where, as it kept going, I kept laughing harder. Because <laughs> like, I was just like, what are you doing? I literally had to close my eyes and just not watch because it was so nauseating. Yeah, yeah it's it's darkness, gunfire, darkness, gunfire, zombie, gunness, dark fire, strobe, zombie. Strobe. And yeah, it's strobe. just strobing in and out. And the darks is so dark, but the lights... Every time they've shown a light on, like, first of all, they direct the flashlights into camera constantly. Oh, yeah. And it's so blinding. And then immediately followed up with that pitch blackness. It is, like, the worst strobe ever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The music. Yeah. (laughs) So, there's, there's, like, two different soundtracks going on here. 
there's the film, which is like, you know, composed. Sure. And it's industrial, uh, like EDM. It's not poppy, it's yeah, dark. Like, it's got like a, they're trying to match the horror vibe. Well, it's a lot of the. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right? A lot of heavy bass going on. Yeah. And then they just play songs. This takes place in the 90s, but they're playing songs from the 80s and the 70s. Yeah. Like, they played... The one that like that really stuck out to me was Journeys' Any Way You Want It. And at first, I was like, oh, that's cute that he's listening to it on his radio. But then it became from diegetic to non-diegetic, oh, where it man. just was the soundtrack now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Give him credit where credit is due. I've listened to the song on repeat for the last week because it was stuck in my head. So I guess good for you, Journey. You made your money off of it. <laughs> wow. It's been a while since I've used those terms. Diegetic. <laughs> wow. I, th I hope I got that right. I might have gotten it backwards. <laughs> it's easy to confuse the two. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there is no mise-en-scene in this. No, God, no. Uh, it's not a artful film. It feels like a student project. I'd be more forgiving all, if it was a student all project. All of his <laughs> other films were B-rate horror films, so it makes sense that he would create another one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, before we get into spoilers, what I'm going to tell you here is this is the best live-action Resident Evil we've gotten. The bar was not high. No. <laughs> In fact, you might trip on it. I've seen, like, the last ten minutes of one of them. And it was awful. It felt like an hour. <laughs> it was so bad and boring. I don't know what happened in the end. She got in a helicopter. She killed a tyrant or something like that. Uh, she's a bad actress. <laughs> I'm glad they can affect Monster Hunter now. Oh, um, no. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> I'm going to give this one a 6 out of 10. That is generous. That is very generous. If, if you don't care too much about the games, but you want to go see a scary movie... This one's fun. Mm-mm. I completely... I gave, like... I gave Lock and Key a 6 out of 10, I think. Yeah. Or a 7 out of 10. Yeah, it entertains you. Mm-mm. That... And not this one. <laughs> just entertaining you and having a somewhat decent story. There's a story in there. Um, I have never pulled my phone out in the theater before to check the time. Oh, my God. I did it, like, four times. Because I was like, is this over yet? Are 30 minutes of trailers before they showed the damn Oh my thing. god. And two trailers being like, AMC is so good. Look how great AMC is. We yeah. deliver the movies directly to you. It's like, if you'd ever fucking show the movie, maybe. If I knew we had 30 minutes of trailers, I wouldn't, we could have taken our time. <laughs> uh, now, as a hardcore fan of Resident Evil, 0 out of 10. Mm -hmm. That's about right. Go fuck yourself. I fucking hate you. <laughs> you did nothing. No. You've hurt this franchise again. Yeah. Screen Gems should be fucking sued for destroying this franchise. Mm -hmm. Capcom should take that away from them. It's give it to someone else. Give it give it to Disney. I don't care. Give it to liter give it to Illumination. After Sing 2, make Resident Evil. I don't care. It'd be better. <laughs> yeah, just well, we already have animated Resident Evils, and they are and better. they're amazing. Oh, man. The Netflix one that came out this year is so good. Eternal Darkness. Oh, so good. The bad guy's not well-written, but it, <laughs> it felt like the, the first one all over again. Uh, Degeneration. Well, I don't like Degeneration very much. You just don't like Leon. Well, also, it's too long. 
droning and like eh, the story's all over the place you know how awesome that was back in the day i bet pretty awesome <laughs> to get an animated feature film that was accurate to the game so good yeah why do you think i have two copies and one of them's a steel case <laughs> yeah i got a collector's edition of that thing um oh you said the word addiction wrong <laughs> collector's addiction <laughs> <laughs> um i'm not that bad yet <laughs> i see it in your future one of these days <laughs> if i had a man cave it would be he it'd be the bat cave with resident evil memorabilia everywhere <laughs> <laughs> um let's get into spoilers yeah which, you know, no one should worry about spoilers. Why does this movie suck? I'll tell you right here. Everything. <laughs> you want to further explain this? One Cerberus. One Crow. Yeah. One Liquor. Yep. No Tyrants. No. No Tyrants. Only Tyrant in there. I don't really consider a Tyrant, but it's Birkin. Yeah. Which, when he shows up in his final form, he doesn't look correct. No. Um, I don't know why his head... There's two heads on him. Also, one's it, Birkin, the other one's the monster. Also, it looked bad. Like, the CG and the rest of it was fine enough, but, yeah, but Birkin he, at the end It's looked like they ran out bad. of money in yeah. time. <laughs> like, they didn't know how to light it. <laughs> and, what, he picks up Claire and throws her around, and then Chris and Claire are like, what are we gonna do? And then Leon just shows up with a rocket launcher. Yeah, it takes like three minutes tops. And he goes, hey, you're fucking ugly, and shoots him, and then that's the end. Get it? Because you can get a rocket launcher in the second one. Uh, mm. Many characters who were supposed to live die. Many characters weren't even fucking in it. <laughs> um, Barry? You're gonna take Barry away from me? Fuck instead me. of nuking the city, they... They still destroy Raccoon City, but they, like, collapsed it from underground. Yeah, they blew it up from underground so it falls down. Yeah. So they've killed every hope and dream for making uh, Nemesis. Mm -hmm. Nemesis is now apparently just cannon fodder. Well, no, the same with Mr. X. Yeah. You're going to have Resi 2 and not have <laughs> Mr. X? <laughs> um, Brad, who plays a small role in Nemesis, mm -hmm. he dies in a helicopter crash into the spencer estate yeah Which, I... wesker wesker decides like he gets this pager i get it, it's the 90s mm -hmm. but he's like oh let's go to the estate and then he goes to find his virus mm -hmm. which birkin has in the estate there was like there was like birkin's a barely in it but you have to like yeah, piece it together yourself. Yeah, Birkin's barely in it, and I think that's the only reason they had the uh, siblings be in the orphanage, to, like, set up Birkin somehow beforehand, because they were like, oh, shit, we wrote this whole movie, and Birkin is not in it until the very end. So, Oops. Do, <laughs> do you know what the original story was? With about, Birkin? Yeah, Birkin and what happened to him? Yeah, with, with his virus. He and, made the G-virus. Yeah. Because he realized that the T-virus... Which comes from the progenerator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's T for tyrant. Yes. That's why they're called tyrants. And it's also called the tyrant virus because it takes control of you. Mm -hmm. The G virus is called the god virus. And it's because you can take control of it. Isn't that the one with that one special little side effect that goes along with it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad they didn't put that in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was but, one thing I was um, like, we could cut that The one G out. virus <laughs> tend... In order to reproduce... You need to have the same blood. Yeah. So it leads to incestuous situations. Yeah. Where Birkin is hunting down his daughter, and in uh, degeneration we were mentioning. Yeah. 
uh, the brothers hunting down the sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad we cut that. Like that, like that's definitely a horrifying thing. Uh, but I don't think we needed it. Yeah, I, I don't need it. <laughs> this um, movie. <laughs> we don't do the G virus much anymore. Uh, in fact, it's been gone. But I, I do appreciate that, just because that's part of the story, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a very unique thing. It's a sick thing. Mm-hmm. But again, we're dealing with scary fucking monsters. Yeah, yeah. A liquor is a human being turned inside out, you know? Yeah. We can we can pump up the horror. <laughs> um, Lisa Trevor kills the liquor. She does. It's so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> oh, it's like the dumbest fan fiction ever written. Oh my god. It's so... Okay, so the liquor is there, and it's... It, uh, she irons, and I'm like, thank god, finally. <laughs> Um, it wasn't even climatic or interesting. I really wanted the Cerberus to get Chief Irons, because it's like attacking him. And I'm like, just get him and kill him. <laughs> what a shit shot he is, too. Yeah. But uh, with the liquor, Leon and Claire turn around and the liquor's there and it lands and it roars. And Leon has his fucking gun out. Or up. Like, aimed at the thing. And he goes run and then they run away i'm like you're aiming at the fucking monster shoot it what is the gun for isn't your security blanket (laughs) shoot the fucking monster so there's a scene with leon in the the, what is that like the holding cell where the i got that one guy (sighs) he's in the game too really (laughs) yes and before you can get to him uh birkin comes in and just kills him Mm. That's how that was supposed to happen. But instead, there's a zombie in there. This guy has information on Umbrella. And uh, his information is kind of the key to figure out that Umbrella is faulty for all this. Mm-hmm. He takes Leon's gun away. Yeah. He we... stole that from a police officer. And Leon's and just Leon like... And Leon just backs up. He's like, hey, man, that's my gun. It's like, really? <laughs> and then the zombie comes in and attacks... And Leon doesn't have a gun. He's just scrambling around on the floor. Mm-hmm. And then Claire comes down to save him. And then he picks up the gun. She, well, she picks up the gun, hands it back to him, tells him man the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And then the zombie wasn't dead because he got to destroy the brain or decapitate them. Yep. Right? And or put enough bolts and they can't move again. And he just like unloads. <laughs> he his... unloads his entire fucking magazine. That, that, that alone proves to me that That's they did not play the game. 10 to 15 rounds. Yeah. That's a lot of ammunition to waste. Because that was my when, thing. Was when like... you're point blank at something, mm-hmm. just put it in its mouth and pull the trigger. You win. Well, it's, when, like, it's like after that scene. They go into their, their, their armory for the station. And Leon, oh, yeah, like, picks, Leon picks up a shotgun and he's like, I don't know how to work one of these. And it's like, did you not go to police academy? Yeah, these are basic <laughs> things. Uh, it is and the was... correct gun for the game. Yeah. Um, I never saw the Samurai Edge, which is the star's uh, mm-hmm. handheld. Uh, and she didn't have her revolver either. Yeah, she didn't have her six-shooter. And Chris is running around with an automatic weapon. But look how accurate we are to the game. <laughs> um, yeah, that was dumb because automatic weapons don't show up till much later. Also, Chris, like Leon's like, but how do you know how to make guns work? And Claire's like, I was an orphan. I had to learn how to get strong real fast. It's like, no, that, no. Yeah, I'm not feeling it <laughs> that, either. That, that... <laughs> um. What else is there? 
so much. Oh, we we didn't watch the end, the mid credits. Oh, scene. okay. So when it finally ended, they throw up this text and they're like, it's like computer writing, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be like the computers back in the '90s, which is also following the game. But the game doesn't do this, yeah. and it goes, uh, Raccoon City destroyed survivors mm-hmm. zero, yeah. and then it, it fades, and we see the end of the tunnel, and we see our four heroes, Jill, Chris, Claire, Leon, and Sherry. Yeah. Sherry's not a hero yet. No, no. She was barely in this movie. Honestly, I don't know why they even bothered putting her in here. Because quite frankly, she you, she did nothing. You, you want to know why? Why? They have high hopes. And she is a main character in Six. But like... Remember, she grows up. Yeah, but like they didn't do anything with her here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a point where Wesker's about to shoot her? Yeah. Which that is... was the only villainous thing he did, I guess. And then, what, <laughs> it was Jill who shot him in the back? Mm-hmm. And then he's laying there dying... And then she feels instantly sorry for shooting him. Yeah, and she's like, Wesker! Like, like her her emotional delivery during that scene was so shitty. <laughs> and he's talking, and he's like, Hey, kid, just to let you know, I wouldn't have pulled the trigger. He's like, shut the... F- you're ruining everything! It's like, oh, Stop talking and die. <laughs> but, uh, but apparently he's not dead. Oh. So the way Wesker dies in Resident Evil mm-hmm. is that... Jill, Chris, Barry, and Rebecca, depending on which version you play. Yes. Two characters are not in this movie. <laughs> yes, Rebecca's not in there either. Um, run into the lab underneath the mansion mm-hmm. where they were creating a lot of the, the viruses. And they come across the T-001, uh, so it's the tyrant, mm-hmm. the original tyrant. Yeah. And Wesker unleashes him to fight Jill and Chris, if you have other characters. Again, it's just, you have to choose different paths as a game, okay? It's fun. (laughs) But the tyrant comes out, he turns, he sees Wesker, and he's got uh, a giant claw for a hand. Wesker? Or the tyrant? the tyrant. Yeah. And he just stabs Wesker right (laughs) in the chest. And he stabs him and picks him up, because the tyrant's like nine feet tall. Yeah. And then pulls it out, and then you fight the tyrant, right? And then... When you come back after defeating him, you can walk up to Wesker's body. You see this giant gaping hole in him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he's dead. And then you move on and you fight the tyrant on a hello, uh, helipad. Yeah, yeah. And that's when you get your rocket launcher. And then Wesker does wake up and he knows he's dying. So he takes the T-virus and shoots himself up yeah. knowing that it will save him. And he has just enough time to escape the mansion. And Lisa Trevor is hunting him down that whole time. Yeah. It's really fun, but that's a different game. Um, two? They didn't even put in the alligator. No, they referenced the snake and the shark. Uh, yeah. Which would be worse, being eaten by a so, giant snake? So the, <laughs> the giant snake is yawn. Aww. Because when they open That's their mouth, cute. it looks like they're yawning. That, there's a snake in Banjo-Kazooie called Slumber. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the shark is Neptune, the great oh, white. That makes sense. <laughs> and uh, they're both very hard foes to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, the shark, that I just, that's, nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. I did not like that. I walked away from the game when I was a kid for like a week after being eaten 
whole. It's just a one-shot kill. Yeah. But none, none, none of that is in there. Nope. The Plant 48? Gone. That'd be too creative. That'd be too smart. Too much money. Can't do that. Crimson heads? One dog. In fact, actually, the zombies, they don't just kind of, like, walk around like... They're aggressive. They come straight after you. Mm-hmm. So every zombie was a crimson head. The zombies don't look like zombies. No, they barely, barely. They look like people with makeup and fake blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, God, I'm trying to unleash all of this. It, it's so bad. It, there was a there was a mid credit scene apparently with Ada saving Wesker. Or yeah, something. so I had to read it. So yeah, Ada. And Wesker. Here we go. <laughs> in a mid-credits scene, Wesker awakens in a body bag, unable to see anything. A figure then hands him sunglasses and reveals, reveals herself as Ada Wong. Ada's a huge part of Leon's story. But now she's working with Wesker. That makes sense. That makes sense. Ada and Wesker teaming up together. That makes so much sense. That's actually right? part of the game. <sighs> but it's bad. <laughs> Wesker blackmailed her? Because her... One of the scientists that was working down in the lab in the Spencer estate was her fiance. Aw. He didn't make it out. Bummeroo. I figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody made it out. Well, Other than our heroes. <laughs> yeah, five of them make it out. Well, mm. six, because Brad's supposed to get out too, because he's the helicopter pilot. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Such a, such a series of disappointed sighs is the best way to describe it. <laughs> when the movie ended, we... We were the first ones out of the theater. We just got up and left. I was laughing. There's a whole group of other gamers. You could tell that they were there just Yeah, like a pack this. of like four dudes, and they were just laughing their asses off. When, when you were in the bathroom afterwards, mm -hmm. they walked by, and they were laughing even harder than me, and they even stopped and just started breaking it down of how bad it was. I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. If you're going to change it, don't sit there and claim up and down how accurate it is to the games. They even There was even that one commercial, I remember, where they got one of the guys from Achievement Hunter... Matt Bragg from Achievement Hunter. He did not look happy to be there. No. <laughs> and it's just like, wow, guys, you sold out this hard. It's like, wow, this does look really accurate to the game. All right, can't wait to see it. It's like, let's be honest, Matt. We all know you don't want to watch this because this does not look accurate to the game. <laughs> to, to, to have that chance to sit down and play Resident Evil with Robbie the Mill, mm -hmm. I'd be sitting next to him. I don't think they could because COVID. Also, I don't have COVID. Robbie's probably in LA and they're not going to fucking airplane Matt Bragg out of Texas. <laughs> I don't know, it sounds like a fun day with Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> they can't even afford to make their good shows good. They're not gonna send someone to LA. <laughs> oh, oh. So when Raccoon City's falling apart and there are rocks coming down through the tunnel, mm -hmm. there was supposed to be a scene, I'm so glad they cut it, but Chris was supposed to, <laughs> yep. <laughs> they were supposed to have Chris punching the Punching rock. the rocks to get out. That boulder-punching asshole. <laughs> and it was, it's... Okay, when Five did that, I remember my friend and I just going, this is the dumbest thing we've ever seen. I love it. 
it is a perfect example of now, Chris's character. <laughs> now time has gone forward, and it, it has become a fun thing to talk about, is mm-hmm. Chris punching the shit out of a boulder on a volcano to go kill Wesker. I'm so glad <laughs> Heisenberg referenced it in Village. Yeah. That was the best part. <laughs> and it's, we can all look back and laugh at it. But the fact that they wanted to put in a scene to make it like a serious thing? I just completely comedy in it? Completely missing. No. No. None of it. I think they were supposed to be funny. It, yeah. Leon definitely screamed bumbling comic relief character. What the fuck? This is that Leon. Leon Scott Kennedy. Comic relief, you know? <laughs> he is comic relief, like you said, but not stupid. Not bumbling. Yeah. Like, ugh. And that's why I gave it a zero, because it was a disappointment. I'm going to own it. I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to sit there and cry (laughs) and go to work the next day depressed. Everyone's going to be like, what's wrong with you? I'll be like, I tortured myself again. And yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's my relationship with this film. Yep, I think that sums it up. (laughs) Um, Anything you wanted to add? I I think we've covered it all. But I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Until someone wants to actually dedicate a lot of time to making this. Mm-hmm. And don't fuse two fucking different stories together. Exactly. We've had this conversation before. Ugh. It doesn't work. It never does. But... <sighs> I had such high hopes. I thought it was at least be entertaining. If not accurate. And nah. No, no it fails to deliver on every level. Mm. That scene that got me. So it's in the Spencer estate. Everything's dark. Mm-hmm. Chris stays down stairs. And then, um, who was he? The dairy from... No. The... Uh, Richard Atkin, right? Played by Chad Rook. He's the one with the shotgun that's with Chris in that that scene. Oh. And he goes upstairs. We've already been introduced that there's zombies in there. Mm-hmm. And Richard, he gets down. He starts reloading his shotgun. And in the darkness, you can see that a zombie's coming up behind him. And it seems like he knows that it's there. Right? Because it's all quiet. Yeah. And it's getting closer. And then you hear... And his footsteps, and they just get louder and louder and louder. And then all of a sudden, a zombie out of the darkness comes down, like, crouches next to him and bites his face. And it happens so fast. It's like, it's really scary. Yeah. Because you you expect something there, but then no, something runs out and gets him. And then the zombie gets him from behind. Definitely the, the action within the Spencer estate was the most interesting, entertaining parts, other than Chris's strobe effect with his flashlight. <laughs> yeah, because it's so dark, he's... He uses his automatic rifle, he's gunning them down, mm-hmm. and they keep showing up, and he's just gunning them down. It's so- and then he runs out of bullets, so he starts turning on his lighter, which is a reference to him, because in the game, yeah, he, he carries a lighter. But it's so goofy, because he, like... Flips it open and you see the zombie and it goes out. Then he flips it open again and the zombie's closer and then goes out. And then he does it again and the zombie's right on him. And rather than do anything, he just 
goes out again, and then he turns it back on, and the zombie's not there anymore. It's and like, then, why didn't you Then shoot? it does it again, and then he lights it another time, Yeah. and the zombie's now behind him. That's just, it's just dumb. <laughs> and then he, he, like, holds them off with his arms. Yeah. Which, ugh. ugh. That, that's a good way to get infected. Um, this movie sucked. <laughs> I don't think there's anything much else to say. No. I think we covered it. No, there are... Don't watch this movie. It was bad. <laughs> it hurt my feelings. Sorry. That's okay. I spent 30 fucking dollars on it. I'll probably spend another 30 to go get it on 4K. I'm telling you, I got a bad relationship with this. <laughs> well, I guess um, that's the end of Coffee Break, right? Yeah, that should be it. We'll be sorry for last week again, but we'll be back again next week. Yeah, enjoy this incredibly long episode. Yeah. Okay. So guys stay safe enjoy the holidays yep we'll be back next week yes bye bye bye